Hello, welcome to Cheese the Day, the official cheese cast of the North Coast Co-op, where we advocate for solving all of your problems by adding butter to your cheese snacks. Yeah, you should do it. Do it. My name is Veronica. I'm the cheese department head at the Arcata store, and I'm here with my fellow cheese nerd. I'm Thomas. I'm the cheese department head at the Eureka location. Yes, and this is going to be another recipe episode. What are we talking about today, Thomas? Recipe episode. So we're going to talk about mac and cheese today. And with our recipe episodes, with this format of episode, we'll talk about the recipe a little bit. It'll be kind of a broad strokes. You can get the full recipe online at our, our website, northcoast.coop slash cheese. So that's going to be like the full list of ingredients and the instructions. We'll, we'll, we'll do a broad strokes of it. Right. But for the most part, we'll be talking... You know, this is all the chatter it. that happens before that recipe you see online. So we're just taking care of that here. And then yeah. you can just go straight to the recipe. And like when you any... Google a recipe for anything and it takes you to some <laughs> someone's blog and they give you like their whole life story. And then there's like the two paragraphs of recipe yeah. at the bottom. This there, there won't be any life story online. It'll just be yeah. the recipe. Or will there? <laughs> there might be some jokes in there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mac and cheese. So mac and cheese. Uh, it was actually kind of hard to write a recipe for mac and cheese because there's so much you can do. And I I stuck with a very basic, very traditional mac and cheese. And then we're going to tell you all the ways you can yeah. bastardize that and make it your own. And, and honestly, like, yes, you can make this mac and cheese, but please get fancy with it and go crazy. Like, I think I think. It was. I had to get a little philosophical about it and be like, "What is mac and cheese? What what counts?" So obviously, elbow pasta is essential. Mm-hmm. The macaroni and the mac and cheese. Although, I almost never use that. I almost always use shells instead. I I kind of use whatever pasta I've got on. I mean, well, you could make it with spaghetti, but I don't know that I would. Yeah. Make it. I was actually wondering noodles, that when I was doing the research. For this episode, I was like, hey, I wonder if you could use, like, angel hair pasta. and pour- if, you, if you had a lighter cheese sauce, I think you could. I think it would be delicious. Yes. But your basic, your basic, this is, this was my definition. This is what I choose to define mac and cheese as. Pasta plus a cheese sauce. Full stop. Yeah. That's mac and cheese. You can bake it or not. It can come out of a box or not. <laughs> Everyone, everyone's had the like craft mac and cheese with the cheese powder that you add the milk to. Yeah, and you know it's sort of the one pot like instant comfort food or like. And you might get crazy and add like I don't know tuna mac. You could put tuna in there. Yeah, yeah. You could put some peas in there if you oh, wanted. Tuna mac. That is freshman year of college right there. That was that was a flashback. <laughs> Let me tell you my life story. So it was freshman year of college. No, no, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Um, so from that base, okay, pasta, I'm assuming that everybody knows how to cook pasta. Yes. There are there hopefully. are some subtleties to it. Like if you're going to bake your mac and cheese, don't cook your pasta all the way because you're about to put it into a hot oven and it's going to keep cooking in the hot oven. So, you know, you want, you want some runway left on your mac and cheese to keep <laughs> cooking in there. Yeah. But for the most part, pasta, that's the easy part. The cheese sauce, that's where it gets interesting. I feel like most people's mac and cheese, their cheese sauce, is 
just a bechamel sauce. It's like it's, it's like a white sauce that they add cheese to. Yeah, classic. Like you make a roux with the flour and the butter, or any fat really, but well, butter's good. Butter, yeah. butter. We support butter on this show. <laughs> we support butter in this house. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, you make a roux, you add milk and or cream to it, you lightly season that. You've got a white sauce. You melt cheese into that sauce. You have cheese sauce. Yes. Um, and I talk about this in the recipe. That is one of the five famous French base mother sauces. sauces. Yes. Mother sauces, they're called. Which just, I mean, like, first of all, that phrase, mother sauce. That sounds awesome. That's the beginning of Yeah. Beginning You're doing some of witchcraft all the other here. sauces. From this wellspring, all the other sauces <laughs> spring. But you can and should get crazy with it. So you, you've got your cheese sauce and you, you can make you can make a basic white sauce and melt some cheese in there. Or you could melt a bunch of cheese into some tomato sauce, thicken that with a roux, pour that all over your pasta. And now I think weirdly we're back in angel hair pasta territory. That's fine. That's acceptable. If it's not too thick you'd eat that. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, and you'd call it spaghetti, and everything would be fine. <laughs> spaghetti is mac and cheese. Prove me wrong. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, after I get done putting cheese on it, yeah, yeah I think exactly. that, would, that would qualify. Or when you go to a restaurant and order pasta, and they've got the little grinder with the Parmesan. Oh, And they're yeah. like, just say when. Oh. And you make eye contact with them, and they're like, no, you're going to be here your whole shift. <laughs> Keep putting cheese on the plate. I don't even want to see the pasta anymore. Yeah. Just I, a pile of grated a cheese. A mountain of fluffy white cheese. Oh, I love that. Sorry, I got a little bogged down in that restaurant cheese fantasy. Um, it's important to note here, I, I list two cheeses in the recipe. Uh, you, you've got your sharp cheddar and your gruyere. I feel like those are... Famously good cheeses and mac and cheese, and, and that's a great starting. Wonderful, place. yeah, it is. But you don't have to stick with those. Exactly, you don't Thank have you. to stick with those. You shouldn't stick with those. If you if you're using the same cheeses in your mac and cheese every time, it's kind of like going for exactly the same walk and never deviating. You've never seen the you've never seen the rest of your neighborhood or park. Yeah. You, you there's there's a whole world out there that you've never seen. If you've got some random cheese in your fridge, try it out. It's probably great in mac and cheese. And yeah, if you decide I want to make mac and cheese, uh, I've got cheese, but there's like six different ends of cheese in my fridge, but I don't have like any Oh yeah, melt reasonable them all quantity of like Gruyere or the sharp cheddar. Yeah. You can use pretty much all of those cheese ends to then create your sauce. There's a few there's a few cheeses that I feel like you've got to you've got to carefully consider. If you have like a smoked cheese, maybe yeah. not have that be the bulk quantity of the type of cheese you have. Or Maybe if have you that do, be a lean into it and decide this is going to be smoked mac and cheese. And you have just to commit. That. Yeah. <laughs> you have to decide, I really love smoked cheese, so yeah, I'm doing this. Some yeah. people are not such big fans of the smoked cheese. And that's fair. So a hint would be good. But some blue cheese in your mac and cheese, that could be really good. See, that's one of those on my list of like red flag cheeses that I'm like, okay, hold on. 
Don't make the whole thing. Don't make the whole thing blue cheese. Or if you do, maybe I'm not going to eat a whole heaping bowl full of it as a comfort food. Maybe it's a side dish now. Because I don't want like, (laughs) you know, I don't want to consume two and a half pounds of blue cheese at once. (laughs) But I would easily do, do two and a half pounds worth of mac and cheese made with cheddar. So, and that's a, that's a personal preference thing. And if I was going blue, suddenly I'm thinking like, okay, I want like walnuts and maybe some apple in there somehow. Like stud the top of my mac and cheese with apple slices before I bake it. Mm. Granny Smith's. Yeah. Or yeah. sprinkle them on like right when you pull it out of the oven. That would be good also. Yeah. But ooh, baked in there. Yeah. This is yes. supposed to be a recipe episode and not a we're fantasizing about mac and cheese episodes. So just, I feel like we, we should take you through <laughs> the process of making the mac and cheese. You're going to start out with your pasta cooked. You've done that. You're going to make a cheese sauce, and then you're going to bake it. That's, the, that's the, the three essential steps. We'll give you some, some tips and tricks to go along with the recipe after the break, which is coming now. Cheese the Day is the official cheese cast of the North Coast Co-op, your local, member-owned, and organic certified grocery store, where everyone is welcome. Hi, Thomas here. You've been listening to our podcast for a while now, and maybe you're ready to take this commitment to the next level. Maybe you're ready to sign up for our cheese email list. Here's why I think you should. First of all, and this is like really kind of the best reason. When you sign up, we're going to give you a 50% off coupon for Cypress Grove Chev. Not like a little disc of it, the whole log, like a whole log of Cypress Grove Chev for 50% off. You can take it home and put Chev on like all kinds of things. It's great. Second of all, we're not going to spam your email address or sell your information. All we're going to do is every time we release an episode, we're going to send you a little email. It'll have a coupon in there. Maybe it'll have a little article in there about uh, something related to the episode or a fun topic. Cheese-related news, essentially. And you're already here listening to a dedicated cheese podcast put out by a local grocery co-op. So, like, we think you're the right audience for our cheese email list because it's a cheese email list put out by us. Sign up. Northcoast.coop slash cheese. Tell your friends. We're back. We're back. So, tell us more about the mac and cheese special tips and tricks for our cheese sauce okay. making and how we're going to break all the rules. We're going to break all the rules. <laughs> First of all, the, the recipe has got uh, some suggestions of additions you can make. You know, it's a lot of people put like some onions or some garlic in there. I personally feel like garlic is <laughs> mandatory in mac and cheese. <laughs> the recipe... Oh, Thomas is... I will out myself. I'm the one that wrote this recipe. (laughs) It has a little bit of my... Thomas measures garlic with his heart. I measure garlic with my heart. (laughs) That's a great way to say that. I mean, I understand because I love garlic too. And oftentimes if I'm following when when I actually follow a recipe all the way, then it says, oh, you know, one or two cloves of garlic. And I'm like, what? Just one no. or two for this entire recipe? No, it's going to be like five. I am or measuring six. garlic in fractions of heads of garlic. 
That's how I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I'll take like half a head of garlic, dump that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because the cloves are all different sizes. You know, you've got the, so the little ones garlic, and the big ones. You could make this like super duper roasty garlic mac Please and do. cheese. Also, I have the garlic just sort of thrown in as an optional ingredient to you the cheese sauce to. as it's cooking. You don't have to do this. You but, don't have to do it. But you could. There's so many fun ways to introduce the garlic. So let's let's talk about like the infinite universe that is mac and cheese. I suggest that you should mince the garlic and throw it into the cheese sauce, or the white sauce really, before you've melted the cheese into it, to sort of take some of the spice off it. You cook it through a little bit in the sauce. But there's nothing stopping you from throwing it on top as a topping and have it just roast in the oven on top of your mac and cheese. Yeah. Maybe, well, it depends how... How long is the bake for? 15 to 20. Oh, okay. Well, it's not yeah. super long. Because <laughs> you don't want the garlic to burn necessarily. No. But I was hoping if you nestled it in the cheese and did it right, you could you could get it to like sort of fry in its little cheese grease cocoons. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really Just a good. Little bit, a little bit of fried garlic in there. You can also fry it separately, like grab some butter, grab a skillet, fry the garlic. Mm. And literally just add it as a topping afterwards. You could roast whole cloves of garlic, like a handful of whole cloves of garlic, mm-hmm. until they're super soft. And, yeah. you know, have you ever used roasted garlic as, like, a spread? Yeah, yeah. You could do that. that but that add that roasted garlic paste, we'll call it, into your cheese sauce before you mix everything together. That would be really great. This is a crazy idea that I just had, but it re- it reminds me of there's a, there's a an Instagram account that features just old Italian grandmas making pasta from scratch by hand, and like macaroni elbows were made by hand from scratch at some point. So like imagine having that roasted garlic paste that's spreadable, and just filling the macaroni elbows oh. with roasted garlic paste each individual one and then having that in a cheese sauce it would what? take so much work the, the, the only way you'd go to that effort but yeah. it sounds delicious so also. laborious the only reason <laughs> to do that much effort is if you really really love the people who are going to eat it and you you're retired and you have nothing but time <laughs> oh that sounds really great it sounds so good okay so Infinite possibilities. Infinite for possibilities. Cheeses you could use to make your sauce. Use different cheeses. The pasta cheeses. you could use. The pasta you could use. As far as the pasta you could use, I do want to. I do want to sort of kick this topic a little because I've got a controversial opinion on the pasta. Mm. Macaroni elbows are traditional. I, I already said that I usually use shells. I think that if you're using a yellow cheese with a natto in it and you're going for that that look that's how your your mac and cheese is going to look mm-hmm. you use elbows and you use shells if you're using white cheeses i don't know why that's just in my head <laughs> is that a rule it's not a rule i mean it, it is in my house uh, uh, like that's <laughs> that's the law because well, you're gonna you're gonna come at me with a yellow sharp cheddar and shells together? No, no, sir. I'm sh- not eating okay, that. Okay, okay. Are shells fancier in your mind than elbows yeah, are? For some reason, I don't so know why. So white cheese is fancier than orange cheese. Oh yeah, that's that's definitely true in my mind. Because like, uh, uh. there's the world of 
of non-colored cheeses. Is there's camembert could go on my mac and cheese. What about mimolette? Maybe you want mimolette mac and cheese, Thomas. Maybe I do. I'd have to use elbows, though, to stick to my weird, arbitrary (laughs) rule that I've put on myself. I feel like part of it is that the mac and cheese that I would get in restaurants often was made with shells and was was a white cheese sauce with white cheeses, Mm. like a, a white sharp cheddar even. Hmm. Versus Kraft mac and cheese. Which is always elbows. That my mom would make. Shout out to mom making Kraft mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah, that's always elbows and like a deeply orange sauce. Yes. Okay, so. Cheeto orange. What if you get a craving and you want to make mac and cheese and you don't want to make a trip to the store and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to use rotini pasta that I have and I'm Rotini's great, yeah. Yeah, rotini's great. That picks up lots of cheese sauce. Yeah. And uh, the, the cheese shape in of your the fridge. pasta. Sorry, I'm interrupting for this breaking news. <laughs> the shape of the pasta is all about how it interacts with the sauce and how much it holds on to the sauce. Well, I think, yeah. Yeah, that's. Pasta shapes are all about how much sauce it holds on to. Yeah. That's, that is important. That's very important. There's some physics there. But sorry, you were you were so, mentioning, you were moving on to cheese. I was moving on to cheese again. Yeah, well, um, I mean, this is a cheese podcast. Please. <laughs> so, you're going to make mac and cheese. You don't want to make a trip to the store. You're going to make your sauce with whatever cheese you have in the fridge. What if what you've got is, uh, like, Monterey Jack, and you've got some Swiss, and you've all, you've got some a little bit of sharp cheddar, and that's all you've got. You could totally make mac and cheese. Absolutely. And if you're worried it's not going to taste cheesy enough, you could put mustard into your cheese sauce that you're making to pump up that cheese flavor. Absolutely. And it works great. It works so great. You can use powdered mustard. You could use Dijon mustard. You could be really fancy and use like whole grain mustard if you wanted. Yeah, that adds some visual appeal and texture, too. I yeah. really like whole grain mustard. And if what you've got is the yellow bottle of French's mustard, that works great, too. And it doesn't take that much. Like, I don't know, maybe for your full batch that you're going to bake in your casserole dish, you would use, uh, I don't know, I'd I'd say just a squirt, which probably ends up being like... I put a tablespoon in there. A tablespoon, about. So here's a tip for that I did... Here's a tip that I didn't include with the pro tips in the recipe, so only podcast listeners are going to get this tip. If you're changing out the cheeses in the sauce, it's kind of it'll change the salt content because each cheese has a different salt. Mm. That part's in there, but take control of your sauce. When you make your cheese sauce, take some out with a spoon, let it cool off a little to about the temperature you'd be eating at, and just give it a taste right then without the mac and cheese and see how salty it is. Do you like how salty it is? Is it flavorful enough? You should always taste things. Is it cheesy enough? As you're cooking. Add some mustard. <laughs> add some salt. Add some pepper. Add some nutmeg. Just a little like sp- like a tiny pinch of nutmeg in almost any sauce is usually like, oh, I can tell there's some spice in there, but I can't. Don't, don't add enough nutmeg that they can tell that it's oh, nutmeg. Yeah. Just a tiny bit to give that hint of like, oh, this tastes little, like they did something. Something. There's something there. Oh, and also should mention, you should grate your cheese. 
Oh, it'll yes. be mentioned in in the recipe. This is worth this is worth hitting that in you both can places. find at northcoast.coop/cheese. These recipes will be listed. Yes. And all the information you need to do this wonderful thing and fly by the seat of your pants and make mac and cheese from whatever you have in your fridge. But fly free. Fly free. You should grate your own cheese. If I know it's a little extra work, but if you buy pre-grated cheese, it's going to be harder to mix into your recipe to make the sauce because it's got cellulose in it to keep it from clumping together. And the cheese probably doesn't have as much flavor as it once did before it was all grated up and maybe got a little dry. Yeah. if you When you've grated your own cheese, you're probably familiar with like, oh, you grate sort of a a cheddar with some moisture in it and it sits there in the pile and, and the cheddar on the bottom wants to stick back, back together. together. Yeah. Yeah. I think that same property helps it melt and, and meld into the yeah. cheese sauce smoothly. And if you're and worried about your sauce. pile of cheese being hard to separate while you're sprinkling it in and whisking, whisking the cheese in to melt it, you can put a little cornstarch in with your cheese yeah. that you're shredding yourself to add, add your own element to keep things from, from clumping together. And it's also really important when you add your cheese, your cheese in making the sauce, pull the sauce off of the heat, then yes. whisk and add in your cheese. You do not need to cook the cheese. You don't need to cook the cheese. It'll mix in a lot better. All you need better. to do is melt the cheese. Yep. Yeah. All you need to do is give the cheese a nice warm bath and just let it do its thing. It'll melt to such a nice, silky consistency on its own. It will. Lots of whisking. Lots of yeah. whisking. But if you keep it up on the heat, it's gonna... It it might clump and separate. You don't want that. You want nice, smooth, luscious, creamy cheese sauce. Yeah. Yeah. I think the last piece of mac and cheese advice I have is... The internet is filled with crazy recipes for mac and cheese that have all kinds of things in them, like shaved truffle and gold flakes that have come so, so, so far from the Kraft mac and cheese that we all ate as children <laughs> on stovetops across America. Uh, invent your own. Add something crazy to your mac and cheese. Be a mac and cheese mad scientist. And if you just need to start small... And branch out in a very small way from your normal mac and cheese routine. Just sprinkle bacon on top yeah. at the end. Or if you're into that. If you're into that, yeah. Or you know, little little chopped up green onion. Yeah. Yeah. You can start small and then branch out from there. Start small with the eventual goal of going crazy and inventing a mac and cheese that no one has made before. And then you can put it on the internet and you can be internet famous because you have a mac and cheese that no one has made before and it's completely unique. <laughs> you know, no pressure. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> I think that concludes today's episode. Um, thank you all so much for listening. If you want to make mac and cheese, you can get my full recipe complete with all of my crazy side notes at northcoast.coop slash cheese uh, if you just want to talk to, about, talk to us about cheese and have questions for us come see us in person you can visit us at either of our two stores at 811 I Street in Arcata or 25 4th Street in Eureka also please follow the North Coast Co-op on Facebook and Instagram 
visit the North Coast Co-op at northcoast.coop. That's C-O-O-P. Also, if you want more cheese content, please sign up for our cheese email list. Our cheese emails include uh, fun cheese wisdom from cheese nerds, Veronica and I, handpicked cheese recommendations, upcoming cheese department news and events, exclusive co-op cheese deals. Uh, Also, you get cool coupons for the cheeses, like the cheeses that we mention in the podcast sometimes. Usually there's a sweet coupon in there. Bye! All right, (laughs) bye-bye.